The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC. King is defending on still. Widener's going to go the other way to the end zone for Brian Smith. Incomplete. Broken up by Maven. And the Hawkeyes hold on. 43 seconds to go. It's a poorly thrown ball. It's underthrown. Brian Smith has no opportunity to go up high. Mitch has just got to get that ball a little higher and give his big receiver a chance. You've made him small once you underthrow it, Beth, and it's really just no chance for the receiver to make a play. Hello and welcome into Quick Hits on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm Tyler Chumlin, your host. Follow along with us on Twitter at Hawkeyes Mike. You can follow along with me on Twitter as well at Tyler Chumlin. The Iowa Hawkeyes having an up and down season thus far after two games in the Big Ten schedule, five games into the season. A couple wins to start the year over Miami of Ohio and Iowa State, the rival from in-state Iowa State, but a loss at home to FCS foe North Dakota State in week three. A win against Rutgers on the road, not pretty to open up the Big Ten slate, and then a devastating loss to Northwestern at Kinnick Stadium last weekend. The Hawkeyes 1-1 one one in the Big Ten, reeling, looking to rebound. A tough matchup going north to TCF Bank Stadium. Floyd of Rosedale on the line against the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Hawkeyes got to win. Everyone's talking about how this season mirrors what could have been 2012. Um, Iowa's pushed up against the People are looking at the schedule, trying to find wins, trying to figure out if this team can even become bowl eligible after starting the season with such expectations, after going 12-0 last season in the regular year, and then losing barely in the Big Ten Championship game to Michigan State and then going to the Rose Bowl and being embarrassed by Stanford. Hawkeyes hoping to bounce back. Tough place to do it. The last time they were up at TCF Bank Stadium a few years ago, they were trounced by the Golden Gophers. But again, we go into this game. Iowa trying to get things back to where they want them. Iowa wins the toss, defers. Minnesota decides they want the ball. Kickoff goes to Smith. Smith takes it 26 yards to the Minnesota 26 after he fields it near the end zone. First and 10, Minnesota. Defense needs to step up. Mitch Leidner, the quarterback. Incomplete pass on first down. Leitner has tore up Iowa in his career at Minnesota. Iowa recruited Leitner, then ultimately didn't give him the scholarship they, that they were hoping to give him, that he was hoping they would give him. He ended up in Minnesota. He has not been an amazing quarterback by any means, but against the Hawkeyes, he has played well. Second and 10. McCrary runs for two yards in the Minnesota 28-yard line. Third and eight. Leitner can't hit Wolotarski. Drew Wolotarski can't catch it. Fourth and eight. Three and out. Hawkeyes. Defense looks good so far in this one. Hawkeyes get the ball back after a 14-yard return by Desmond King to the Iowa 40. Good field position. LaShun Daniels on first down. Can't get anything. Second and 10. Daniels loses two yards on this one. Richardson is in on the stop. Third and 12. Beathard hits Derek Mitchell. He only gets six yards, though, to the Iowa 44. He's stopped. Fourth and six. Hawkeyes go three and out this time. Kaluzzi punts at 43 yards down to the Minnesota 13. Fair caught by Myrick. First and 10. Leidner. Incomplete pass looking for Johnson. Second and 10. Brooks runs for five yards. Third and five. Leidner. Incomplete pass again looking for Johnson this time. Fourth and five. Three and out. Punt from Santoso. 47 yards to the Iowa 35. King returns at 22 yards into Minnesota territory to the 43-yard line. Only three plays, five yards for Minnesota. That's three possessions, three three and outs between these two ball clubs. First and ten for the Hawkeyes. In gopher territory at the 43. Beathard hits McCarron for four yards on first down. Second and six. Wildly runs for one. Third and five. Beathard hits Jermenic Smith for four yards to the Minnesota 34-yard line. Fourth and one. Hawkeyes like to go for it. Beathard gets three yards 
yards, first down Hawkeyes moving the sticks, the first first down of the football game. On first down, the Shun Daniels runs for three yards to the Minnesota 28, second and seven. Penalty on Iowa. Peter Picard with the false start. Picard's had many false starts this season. He had a couple last week in the Northwestern loss. Something to keep an eye on. The Iowa Hawkeyes penalized quite a bit this season. Second and 12, Bethard can't hit Kittle. Third and 12, Bethard hits Derek Mitchell on third down again for only one yard to the Minnesota 32-yard line. Fourth and 11 from the 32. What is Iowa going to do? They're probably too close to punt. They're probably too far to kick a field goal. They've been going for it in these scenarios, but it is fourth and 12. Miguel Racinos, he comes on to attempt the 50-yard field goal. Well short, though. Spot is at the Minnesota 33-yard line. Clock reads 7.08 of the first quarter. Eight plays, 11 yards, 3.50 time elapsed. Nothing doing for the Hawkeyes. First and 10 from the 33. Smith runs for nine yards to the Minnesota 42. Brandon Snyder in on the stop. Second and one. Smith gets four yards for the first down. Jaleel Johnson with the tackle. First and 10. Rodney Smith rushes for six yards down to the Iowa 48, but Bo Bauer forces the fumble. Fumble by Rodney Smith, recovered by Brandon Snyder of Iowa at the Iowa 48-yard line. Turnover Hawkeyes. Three plays, 19 yards, 102. Time elapsed. Iowa drive starts at 6.06. First and 10 for the Hawkeyes. Beathard drops back. He's intercepted by Canty Harden at the end zone. Canty Harden returns at 31 yards to the Minnesota 31. He gets pushed out of bounds by Ike Becker. Oh, it's so tough. Get a turnover. Give the ball right back for the Iowa Hawkeyes. They're right on the precipice of pushing through, and they just cannot get it done. Minnesota gets the ball back at their own 31. Brooks runs for eight yards. Second and two. Brooks gets 15 yards on the play. Bo Bauer, but it's a holding penalty on right from Minnesota. The ball's coming back. Second and 12. Delay a game for Minnesota this time. Second and 17. Leidner takes it on the ground for a loss of two yards. Nathan Budget on Josie Jewell in on the stop. Third and 19. Brooks gets 11 yards to the Minnesota 33-yard line. Ben Neiman and Parker Hesse in on the stop. Fourth and eight from the Minnesota 33. Santoso comes on, punts at 38 yards. Desmond King fields it at the Iowa 29, returns at seven yards to the 36. Three plays, two yards, 252. Time elapsed. Still no score. First quarter, 259 remaining. First and 10. Wadley gets two yards this time. Second and eight. Beathard hits Riley McCarron for nine yards to the Iowa 47, moves the sticks. First and 10. Wadley gets one. Second and nine. Wadley gets two. Third and seven. Beathard hits Jay Shield for 12 yards. First down, Iowa. First and 10 from the Minnesota 38-yard line. Daniels takes one. 31 yards all the way down to the Minnesota 7-yard line. Big first down, big play to end the first quarter. No score at the end of the first quarter. Hawkeyes knocking on the door. Start of the second. First and goal from the seven. Daniels gets three on the ground. Second and goal from the four. Daniels gets nothing on the ground. Third down, incomplete pass. Looking for Riley McCarron and C.J. Beathard. Can't hit it. Fourth and goal from the four. Hawkeyes decide to kick the field goal. 22-yard field goal from Keith Duncan is good. Iowa takes the lead 3-0. to zero. 10 plays, 60 total yards, 427. Time elapsed. Minnesota gets the ball back. 13-32 remaining in the second quarter. First down, Leidner. Sacked by Jaleel Johnson for a loss of one yard down to the Minnesota 33 after they start at the 34. For second 11, Rodney Smith runs for one yard to the Minnesota 34-yard line. Third and 10, Leidner can't hit Smith. Fourth and 10, Santoso punts at 55 yards to the Iowa 11. Desmond King returns at three yards to the Iowa 14. He stopped, but it's an illegal block on Aaron Menz on the play. Seven yards. That brings it all the way back to the Iowa 7. First and 10. Hawkeyes take over deep in their own territory at the seven yard line. First down, 11.57 time remaining in the first half. Beathard, incomplete pass, looking for Nash. Second and 10. Wadley gets 12 and the first down. First and 10 from the 19. Beathard hits McCarron again. Six yards to the Iowa 25. Second and four. Pass incomplete. Beathard looking for McCarron that time. Third and four. Beathard hits Germanique Smith for 16 yards to the Iowa 41. Moves the sticks again. The Hawkeyes trying to get something cooking.
cooking here. First and 10. Daniels gets four. Second and six. Daniels, loss of one yard on the ground. Third and seven. Tight end finally getting involved here. Beathard hits George Kittle for 11 yards into Minnesota territory to the 45. First down, Hawkeyes. First and 10. Incomplete pass. Looking for Noah Fant is Beathard. Second and 10. Beathard runs the ball six yards to the Minnesota 39-yard line. Third and four. Incomplete pass from Beathard. Looking for Jay Shield. Ray Buford in on the stop from Minnesota. Fourth and four from the Minnesota 39-yard line. Now, last week on a fourth down, Iowa went for it. Beathard punted down inside the five. Fourth and four from the Minnesota 39. Beathard punts again. 36 yards down at the Minnesota three-yard line. 11 plays, 54 yards, 450. Time elapsed. First and 10. Iowa leads 3-0. Minnesota three-yard line. Rodney Smith gets one yard on first down. Second and nine. Smith gets seven this time. Third and two. Smith goes again for four yards this time. Moves the chains. First and 10. Brooks runs this time. Gets the loss of three yards. Jewel and Hesse in on the play. Personal foul on Minnesota. First and 18 now from the Minnesota 7. Smith runs for three yards on first down to the Minnesota 10. Second and 15. Leitner incomplete pass. Faith the Cackety on the stop. Third and 15. Leitner hits Wojtarski for 15 yards to the Minnesota 25. That gets the first down for the Gophers. First and 10. Leitner hits Wozniak this time for nine yards to the Minnesota 34. They're trying to get something moving. Second one. Smith runs for six yards to the 40. First and 10. Complete pass to Smith is Leitner. 15 yards to the Iowa 45 into the Hawkeyes territory. First down. First and 10. Incomplete pass looking for Wolitarski. Second and 10. Leitner hits Rodney Smith out of the backfield for a loss of two yards to the Iowa 47. Desmond King with a beautiful play steps up and makes the tackle. Third and 12 from the Iowa 47. Hawkeyes need a stop. Turnover works too. Leitner pass. Manny Ragumba picks it off at the Iowa 35. The freshman Ragumba returns it seven yards to the Iowa 42. Turnover city for the Hawkeyes. Nate Wozniak makes the tackle on Ragumba. Hawkeyes get the ball back. 144 time remaining. 12 plays, 50 yards, 523 time elapsed for the Gophers. First and 10. Wadley runs the ball for five yards from the Iowa 42 to the 47. Second and five. Beathard hits Kittle for seven yards to the Minnesota 46 yard line, but it's a personal foul on Akram Wadley on the play. 15 yards all the way back to the Iowa 32 yard line. Deflates the Hawkeyes. Second and 20 from the 32. Beathard hits Wadley this time out of the backfield. Loss of two yards on the play. Third and 22. That's the end of the half. Hawkeyes have a lead 3-0 to zero over Minnesota at the break. Two plays, negative 12 yards, 144 time elapsed in that final possession for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Now, it's been a defensive struggle. Iowa's got a couple turnovers. Minnesota's been able to move the ball a couple times, but then they've deflated, they've kicked themselves, they've shot themselves in the foot. Iowa has gotten down deep in the territory. They've put a field goal in. They missed one field goal, and this is your typical Big Ten back-and-forth smash-mouth football game. It was from the very beginning. Iowa's defense really trying to step up after giving up a lot of big plays so far this season. Gave up a lot of big plays to Northwestern last week. So these two teams kind of touching and feeling, trying to feel things out, see how they're going. 3 nothing Iowa Hawkeyes at the half over the Minnesota Golden Gophers, TCF Bank Stadium. Both these teams need to get a win. Iowa needs to get a win because this is one of the only games remaining on their schedule where I think a lot of people are looking at, 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 at as a winnable game after how they've played so far. You know, you get your Wisconsin's and Michigan's and even Nebraska's coming up down the road and Iowa's got to find wins so three nothing they do have a lead on the road now it's time to play hard smash mouth football in the second half at least that's what Kirk Ferentz and his staff are likely trying to do going into their philosophy into the second half we're going to take a real quick break this is quick hits on Hawkeyes Mike I'm your t- I'm Tyler Chumlin I'm your host when we get back we're going to go through the second half we'll look at stats analysis we'll hear from some of the players including CJ Beathard Akram Wadley Greg Maben, um, as well as Josie Jewell we'll also hear from Kirk Ferentz about how things went in week six at TCF Bank Stadium between the Gophers and the Iowa Hawkeyes. Florida Rosedale on the line. Do the Hawkeyes give the trophy 
you back to Minnesota or does it make the trip back down to Iowa City? This is Quick Hits on Hawkeye's Mike. Come back for more right here. This is Hawkeye's Mike. Hawkeye's Mike programs are brought to you in part by Prefence Hand Sanitizer. One application lasts all day. Try the hand sanitizer used by the Iowa Hawkeyes. And remember, the best defense is Prefence. And by TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, building strong and safe in the Midwest for over 50 years. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy! <laughs> How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard! 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer protects your hands all day. Stays on up to 10 washings, moisturizes, alcohol-free, and safe for the kids. So go ahead, touch anything and everything. Ew, a toilet. Prefins, keep your hands germ-free all day. Leitner. There's nobody home there, Beth. There's, there's a safe. The receiver's covered by a corner. The safety is just sitting there waiting for him. Mitch Liner going to him, not really having a plan when he got the ball in his hand. Just kind of eyeballed that area, and that was just an easy interception for the Iowa defense. Third turnover forced by the Hawkeyes today. Week six of the college football season for the Iowa Hawkeyes. The black and gold in Minneapolis, Minnesota at TCF Bank Stadium with a 3-0 to zero lead over the crimson and gold of Minnesota going into the second half. That 3-0 lead uh, on the Keith Duncan 20-yard field goal in the first half. Iowa decided to defer to begin the game so they will receive the ball going into this second half. This is Quick Hits, Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. Follow me on Twitter individually at Tyler Chumlin as well as Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter at Hawkeyes Mike. Hawkeyes 3, Minnesota 0. Let's go. Second half. Iowa 30-yard line after the 27-yard return by Desmond King on the kickoff. Fumbled by King, but Iowa was able to recover the fumble. Hawkeyes start at the 30. First and 10. Bethard hits McCarron for 21 yards to the Minnesota 49, trying to build momentum on the first down. First and 10. LaShawn Daniels, 8 yards. Second and 2. Daniels, 1 yard on second down. Third and 1. Bethard gets 2 yards this time. First down, Iowa. He's stopped by Rallis. First and 10. Bethard runs this time for 11 yards on the ground. 27 yard line of Minnesota. First down, Hawkeyes. Hendrick Ekpe with the stop. First and 10. Wadley gets 14 yards this time to the Minnesota 13-yard line. First down, Iowa again. First and 10. Wadley. Russell loss of one yard this time to the Minnesota 14-yard line. Second and 11. Bethard hits Noah Fant for four yards to the Minnesota 10. Third and 7. Bethard can't hit Germanique Smith. Man, Iowa looked great on this drive, but it sputters when they get in the red zone. Fourth and 7. Keith Duncan. Field goal attempt from 28. Sales through the uprights. It's good from 20. 6 to nothing Iowa Hawkeyes 10 plays 60 yards 450 time elapsed trailing 6 to 0 the home team Minnesota looking to get the ball back Kaluzzi's kickoff goes to the 10 Rodney Smith returns it 32 yards down to the Minnesota 42 first and 10 for the Gophers from the 42 Shannon Brooks gets 3 yards on the ground second and 7 Leidner hits Rodney Smith out of the backfield for 5 yards to the 50 yard line third and 2 Brooks 8 yards this time to the Iowa 42 yard line first down Minnesota first and 10 Leidner hits Brian Smith this time 22 yards deep into Iowa territory down to the Iowa 20 getting in the red zone first and 10 Brooks gets three yards on first down second and seven Leitner runs the ball for five yards Leitner hasn't really gotten his feet going in this game he's been able to kill Iowa on the ground in his career third and two Smith gets three yards first down Minnesota first and goal from the nine Shannon Brooks runs nine yards scampers into the end zone touchdown Gophers Emmett Carpenter kick attempt is good Minnesota takes the lead seven to six eight plays 50 
58 yards, 350 time, 53 time elapsed. Carpenter kicks it off, 64, 61 yards into to, down to the four. Desmond King returns at 21 yards to the Iowa 25. That's where the Hawkeyes start. They trail by one. Iowa can't get anything going. Couple rushes from Wadley only gets six, only gets seven yards. Third and three, Bethard sacked for a loss of 12 yards. Three and out. Fourth and 15 at the Iowa 20. Kaluzzi punts at 40 yards. Minnesota takes over at their own 40. Iowa needed a response, and they went three and out. Gophers start with the ball at their own 40. Leidner hits Wolotarski for 12 yards to the Iowa 48-yard line. First and 10 from the 48. Leidner rushes for four. Second and six, Brooks rushes for three. Third and three, Brooks goes again. Can't get anything that time on Bo Bauer and Parker Hesse with the stop. Fourth and three from the Iowa 41. Minnesota elects to punt. Ryan Santoso punt 41 yards. Goes into the end zone. Touchback. Hawkeyes get the ball back. Four plays, 19 yards, 207 time elapsed for the Gophers. Minute 57 remaining in the third period. First and 10. Bethard hits Kittle for four yards to the Iowa 24-yard line. Second, six. Bethard hits McCarron this time for nine yards, moves the sticks. That's the first down. First and 10. LaShawn Daniels gets 11 yards on the ground. First down to the Iowa 44. The Hawkeyes trying to get something moving here. First down. Bethard incomplete pass. Second and 10. Bethard incomplete pass looking for McCarron this time. Third and 10. Bethard hits Kittle for nine yards to the Minnesota 47 yard line, but the clock expires on the third quarter. Iowa's got a decision to make. Do they try to go for it here? Do they try to press the issue? They elect to take the delay of game as the fourth quarter gets underway. Five yards back to the Iowa 48-yard line. Kaluzzi punts it 38 yards down to the Minnesota 14. Six plays, 28 yards, 205 time elapsed. First and 10, the Gophers start at their own 14. Smith gets no gain on the play on first down. Bauer and Matt Nelson there on the stop. Second and 10. Leitner hits Wolotarski, gets six yards to the 20. Third and four, Leidner can't hit Wolotarski. Fourth and four. Santoso punts at 45 yards to the Iowa 35. Desmond King catches it. Returns at eight yards to the Iowa 43-yard line. False start on Minnesota, though. Penalty gets back to the Iowa 48-yard line. Iowa takes over. First and 10 at the 48. Three plays, six yards, 129. Time elapsed. Hawkeyes start 13-23 remaining in the game. First and 10. They trail. Daniels runs for four yards on first down. Second and six. Bethard looking for Riley McCarron. Gets him. 13 yards. McCarron fumbles. It's forced by Rallis of Minnesota. Recovered by Minnesota at the Minnesota 35. Two plays, 17 yards, 41 seconds. Turnover. Gophers with the ball back. 12.42 remaining. First and 10 from their own 35. Leitner incomplete pass. Second and 10. Brooks goes for five to the Minnesota 40. Third and five. Leitner can't hit Wolotarski. Three and out. Fourth and five. Santoso booms at 33 yards to the Iowa 27. King returns five yards to the Iowa 32. Three plays, five yards, 56 seconds. Time elapsed. First and 10, Bethard, incomplete pass. Second and 10 from the 32, Bethard, incomplete pass. Third and 10, Bethard hits Kittle for 15 yards, converting on third down. First and 10, Daniels rushes for two yards at the Iowa 49. Second and 8, Bethard looking for Shield, can't hit him. Third and 8, Bethard hits Germanic Smith, pass interference on the play. Smith can't hang on to the ball. It's a pass interference play, gives Iowa the first down into Minnesota territory. Huge penalty for the Gophers on third and 8. First and 10, Wadley gets five yards. Hawkeyes take a timeout. Going to regroup here. 9.30 remaining in the game. Second and five. Wadley runs for four yards to the Minnesota 27. Third and one. Bethard runs for three. First and ten. Daniels runs for one yard to the Minnesota 23-yard line. Second and nine from the Minnesota 23. Bethard loss of four yards to the Minnesota 27. Fumble by Bethard, but he recovers the fumble. Third and 13. Bethard drops. Pass intercepted by Kamal Martin at the Minnesota 21. Martin goes down. Bethard picked off. 
for the second time in this game. 11 plays, 41 yards, 4.57 time elapsed. The Gophers have the ball back just a hair under seven minutes remaining in the game. First and 10, Leidner, loss of one, Parker Hesse on the play. Second and 11, Leidner, incomplete pass. Third and 11, false start on Minnesota. Third and 16, Leidner hits Wolitarski. He only gets nine nine yards though. Desmond King with the stop. Fourth and seven, Gophers have to punt. Ryan Santoso punts it 30 yards to the Iowa 46. It goes out of bounds. Iowa starts at their own 46. Three plays, three yards, 113 time elapsed for the, for the Gophers. The clock reads 536. The Hawkeyes trail by 1.7-6. They need to get something moving. First and 10 from the 46. Inside zone read, Akram Wadley, 54 yards later into the end zone. Touchdown, Iowa Hawkeyes back on top. 14-7 to after the made two-point conversion by LaShun Daniels. Hawkeyes up a touchdown. Things turn on their head in an instant as Akram Wadley breaks through the defense and finds pay dirt. Unbelievable play. It's a play they ran earlier in the game. They thought they could break through. They thought they could get away with it eventually, and it worked. Here's C.J. Beathard on what they saw on the, saw on that play call. That was actually a, a huddle call, and uh, yeah, like I said, we uh, we ran it once in the first half and got a you know, pretty good pretty good gain on it, and then and, uh, I mean, we knew something was going to break. We, we were so close of uh, hitting some big big runs, um, and we knew if we kept hammering, you know, three four yard runs, eventually we get a big one, and, and uh, you know, coach coach Ferris and and Coach Davis just said, just keep sticking with it and keep riding it out. And, and yeah, we'll pop, and, and it did. Now from the man himself who scored the touchdown, junior running back Akram Wadley on what he saw on the big touchdown run. Inside zone play, we ran that play at the, um, before the half. It, it was a good game for me, and we um, went back to it. Um, line, line did a great job blocking, clearing it out. Um, George Kittle, George Kittle um, hit the last man. I, I seen daylight. All I had to do was beat one man, and um, it was off to the races. One play, 54 yards, only took him eight seconds. Gophers get the ball back, 528 remaining, now trailing. False start on first down as they start from the 25 after the touchback kick by Kaluzzi. First and 15 at the Minnesota 20, Leitner, incomplete pass. Second and 15, Leitner, sacked by Anthony Nelson to Nathan Budget. a third and 19. Leitner rushes the ball for no gain to the Minnesota 16-yard line. Fourth and 19, the Gophers have a decision to make here. They're at their own 16-yard line. They have to, they've got to punt. Timeouts are there, they've got to try and get, put Iowa back stop them and try to get the ball back. Santoso booms one 51 yards to the Iowa 33. King doesn't have a return on the play. Three plays, negative nine yards, 138 time elapsed. 350 remaining in the game. The Hawkeyes looking to kill some clock. Up seven. First and ten. LaShawn Daniels runs for four yards to the Iowa 37. A first down could very well seal it. Second and six. Daniels runs for a loss of one yard. Minnesota decides to take their timeout. Third and seven. Beathard gets four yards on the play. Fourth and three from the 40. Ron Kaluzzi, 31-yard punt. Fair caught by Myrick. First and 10, Leidner. Pass incomplete, looking for still. 239 remaining as Minnesota gets the ball back from their own 29. Second and 10, Leidner. Intercepted on the play by Brandon Snyder for the Hawkeyes at the Minnesota 44-yard line. Snyder was zero yards on the return. Leidner was looking for Wolotarski. Couldn't get him. Snyder steps in. Two plays. Turnover for the Hawkeyes. 2.30. Time elapsed. They've got to get a first down. A first down very well could seal it here. First and 10, Daniels. Loss of two yards on first down. Second and 12. Minnesota takes their timeout. Second and 12, Wadley runs for one yard. Timeout, Gophers. Third and 11, Beathard. Loss of six yards on the play. He goes right and essentially just falls down. Uh, a lot of fans questioning the play call, the play calling here, as Iowa has done in the past. Fourth and 17, Kaluzzi punts it only 39 yards to the Minnesota 12. Fair caught by Myrick. Minnesota takes over at their own 12. They will either go 88 yards and win the game or tie the game, 
or Iowa will stop them. 126 time remaining. Leitner hits Woltarski on first down, 16 yards. First down, Minnesota. First and 10. Leitner hits still this time for 21 yards. First down, Minnesota. This play was reviewed. Call on the field was overturned. Then on the very next play, another review, another overturned call. The results of the play ends up being that the play he Leitner threw the ball to the right hands to the right side of the field. Rashad still caught it, but ultimately it ended up being fumbled, forced by Greg Maben, recovered by Minnesota. They reviewed it, overturned it. Bottom line is that it's first down Minnesota, first and 10 from the Iowa 36-yard line. They're driving. Mitch Leitner, incomplete pass on first down, second and 10. Leitner hits Brian Smith for 23 yards to the Iowa 13-yard line. First down, first and 10. Leitner, incomplete pass looking for Brooks, second and 10. False start penalty, back five more yards, second and 15. Leitner, incomplete pass looking for Wolotarski again, third and 15. Looking for Brian Smith as Leitner can't get him, fourth and 15. This time the Hawkeyes take a timeout with 48 seconds left. Leidner drops. He has a receiver in the end zone. Can't hit it to Brian Smith. Greg Maben with a terrific defensive coverage play. Huge play for Greg Maben. He steps in in on defense, makes the play in the end zone to seal the deal for the Hawkeyes. Here's what Greg Maben had to say after the game about his touchdown saving play to seal this one. Trusting your technique and just trusting, you know, what Coach Tasha, you know, he taught me to just stand my ground, stay inside, and, you know, just react to make the throw on the ball, so that's what I did. But you know what, as soon as he broke to the inside, you know, I was still underneath, and then once he broke out to the corner, that's when I knew the ball had to be in the air. So, you know, I just tried to see, you know, his eyes, play through his hands, and just make a play. Hawkeyes take over. They take the team rush. Loss of one yard. They win the game, 14 to seven. The Iowa Hawkeyes move to four and two on the season, two and one in the Big Ten. Now. Is it all roses from here on out? No. Was this game a beautifully played game? No. It really wasn't. It was a slugfest. It was smash mouth football. A lot of big hitting. Iowa's defense was able to step up big time in this football game. And ultimately, that's what I think a lot of Iowa fans wanted to see. Stats from the game. Total offensive yards for the Hawkeyes. 321 on 72 plays. Minnesota, 268 on 62 plays. The run game was a big, big, big part of Iowa's plan going into this game. Not only getting the run game going, but also stopping Minnesota's run game. On the defensive side of the ball, Iowa holds Minnesota to 102 rushes, rushing yards on 29 rushes. That's only a 3.5-yard average. Here's Josie Jewell, the leader linebacker on that defense, talking about stopping the run in this football game. Yeah, just responsibility. Um, everybody fitting their gaps, um, doing their doing their job and their job only. Um, so really just being able to, you know, focus in on your job. And that's what we did during the practice this week was with a lot of energy and everybody just fit their gaps and, you know, understood their role in that, that show today. Rushing for Iowa, 179 total yards on 41 attempts. That's a 4.4 yards per carry average. Now, Ekram Wiley talked about this a little bit after the game. It took Iowa a little bit to get this going. And obviously the big, big touchdown run for Wadley inflates this number a little bit, but eventually they felt like they were going to break something through, and they were able to. Here's Akram Wadley speaking about the running game against Minnesota. Um, definitely, they, they defense. They, they defense was a great defense. They had huge, huge backers, and um, we just kept, we just kept grinding. We just, we just wanted to grind. Coach Brian Ferris always talk about grinding, get three, four yards, then CJ come out and do, do what he do, and. Um, um, sooner or later, one, one, they, they, they slip up and um, it'll be a long one. It was um, out of me and LaShawn was going to hit it and um, I was the one that got it. 
passing. The Gophers, 13 of 33 for two interceptions. Uh, average per attempt was five. Average per completion was 12.8 on the day, 166 total yards. Iowa, 17 of 31, two interceptions, 4.6 average per attempt, 8.4 average per completion, 142 yards total through the air for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Fumbles. Iowa had three fumbles on the day. They only lost one of them. Minnesota had two. They lost one as well. Penalties. They can hurt you. Iowa had four for 32 yards. Minnesota, eight penalties for 58 yards. Time of possession. This was a biggie in this football game. The Hawkeyes, 34-55 to Minnesota's 25-05. Kirk Ferentz talked about this after the game and how important time of possession was in this particular football game. And, uh, you know, really proud of the offense with uh, what they did with the time of possession. Uh, anytime you're in a game like this where it's a real defensive battle, time of possession really plays into, into it. So that was good. Third downs, Gophers 4 of 15, Iowa 6 of 17. Fourth down conversions, Iowa perfect 1 of 1, Minnesota 0 of 1. Red zone scores, Iowa perfect on the day, 2 of 2, Minnesota 1 of 2. Sacks on the day, the Hawkeyes had two sacks, Minnesota had one. We're going to talk about that here in a moment. Individual statistics offensively for Minnesota, Shannon Brooks had 10 carries for 55 yards and a touchdown. Rodney Smith had 11 touches on the ground for 44 yards. Kobe McCrary, he had one carry on the day for two yards. Mitch Leidner, the quarterback, had seven carries uh, net yards on. He only had one net yard. That was a big deal going into this game. He's, he was able to kill Iowa with his feet the last two times these two teams had played. Leidner, not a great day through the year. 13 of 33, two interceptions, 166 yards. He had a long of 23, found himself sacked twice. Receiving, Drew Wolitarski, five catches, 58 yards. Brian Smith, three grabs for 60. Rashad Stowe, two catches for 36. Rodney Smith, two catches for three. And Nate Wozniak, only one catch for nine yards. To the Hawkeyes' side of things, Akram Wadley, 14 carries, 107 yards, including the big 54-yard breakout touchdown in the second half in the fourth quarter to seal the deal for the Hawkeyes offensively. LaShawn Daniels, 17 touches on the ground as well. He had 66 yards on the day. Bathard, nine carries, seven yards. And then they had one team rush at the end, which is a good thing when you lose a yard as a team rush towards the end of the game in victory formation. Bethard, not a great day quarterbacking. 17 of 31, two picks, 142 yards on the day. He was only sacked once, though, and that's a big deal after being sacked six times last week in the loss to Northwestern. Receiving, Riley McCarron leading the way, the senior, 62 yards on six catches. George Kittle, the tight end, 39 yards on four catches. Germanic Smith had two catches for 20. Derek Mitchell had two catches for seven. Jay Shield had a catch for 12. Noah Fant had one for four. And then Akram Wildley had a catch for minus two. Punting on the day, Kaluzi had five punts for 191 yards total. Not a very good day for him. Average 38.2. He did have a long punt of 43. He had three punts inside the 20. Beathard had another punt that's the second week in a row. Never thought preseason that we would have seen two punts from C.J. Beathard, but one punt, 36 yards, down inside the five-yard line again for Beathard. Uh, returns on the day, Manny Regumba had the interception return, uh, no yards. Snyder, same thing. And then Desmond King had a punt return for, a seven, for seven punt returns for 59 total yards along of 22. King still having a pretty good season as far as returns go. Field goals. Miguel Racinos, he tried a 50-yarder, did not make it. Keith Duncan, he made both of his. One was from 22 yards in the second quarter, and the other was from 28 yards in the third quarter. Defensively, 
Lots of Hawkeyes getting statistics in the defensive side of the ball. Bo Bauer led the way in tackles, seven total tackles and a forced fumble. Greg Maben had six total tackles and a forced fumble and had a great play to wrap up the game for the Hawkeyes. Ben Neiman, he had six tackles on the day. Brandon Snyder had five tackles, one fumble recovery, and one interception. Probably your defensive MVP was Brandon Snyder. Now, one of the things that Iowa really needed to do going into this game was shore up their defensive rush game. And after the game, a lot of the players were asked about this, but Brandon Snyder said, you know, this is a focal point, and they think they did a pretty good job stopping the run against Minnesota. Here's Snyder speaking about it. It uh, paid off today. Uh, we were a lot more disciplined, uh, staying our gaps, and just played better team football, uh, just leverage the football better. And, and stopping the run game's huge, and that's what we pride ourselves in. We were just better today, and it paid off. Josie Jewell had five tackles, half a tackle for loss, and a pass breakup. Parker Hesse had four tackles, one tackle for loss. Jaleel Johnson had four tackles. He had a sack. That was his only tackle for loss on the game. Miles Taylor, three tackles. Nathan Budgeta, he had three tackles. Half of one of those was a sack. He had one tackle for loss on the game. Desmond King had two tackles. He had one tackle for loss and a pass breakup. Matt Nelson had two tackles. Anthony Nelson had two tackles. Half of one of those was a sack and a tackle for loss. Uh, Angelo Garbutt, he had a tackle. Uh, All these guys with one tackle. Josh Jackson, Imani Hooker, Torin Young, Derek Mitchell, Brady Ross, Faith Kakadi, Ike Becker, and Manny Ragumba did not have any tackles in the game, but he did have a big interception for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, and then Kevin Ward also had a pass breakup in this football game. Iowa Hawkeyes win the game 14-7. They moved to 4-2 and on the season. They moved to 2-1 and in the Big Ten. And more importantly, they're not out of it in the Big Ten West. Things are things are shaping up. They will continue to shape up as we go along here, and things are going to continue to change for Iowa as we go. W- what team is this going to be going forward? Is it going to be this team that we saw against Minnesota where offensive identity wasn't great for three quarters, and then they finally busted through, but the defense was great? Typically and historically, when Iowa has good teams, their defense has been elite. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to beat every team by 15 or more. They're not going to win a lot of games by two touchdowns or more. But what they will do is they will win, and they will win on the road. Iowa goes to Purdue coming up, and there's a good chance in that game Iowa could have the longest streak ever for the Hawkeyes for road wins. That'd be nine. See, Bathurst, eight and zero. They win games on the road. However they do it, I, I don't know. But they're winning games on the road. Now, the biggest thing for the Hawkeyes is figure out a way to win games at home. Now, before I get into some of these audio clips from the Minnesota game, um, I want to chat a little bit about what this means going forward for Iowa and what this means going forward for their fans and expectations. Going into the year, Iowa, I think, thought they had these expectations of winning 10 games, 11 games, which I understand because you went 12-0 last year. You're called the fake ID of college football by guys like Colin Cowherd. No one knows how good or bad Iowa actually is because they didn't really play anybody. Now, once we got into bowl season, we learned that some of those teams that Iowa did play and did beat were not bad teams necessarily, but they go to the Big Ten Championship game. They play Michigan State. They play Michigan State tough. Michigan State outwills them at the end. They beat them to lose, to, for Iowa to lose the Big Ten Championship. And then they go to the Rose Bowl and get embarrassed. I mean, they got their teeth kicked in against Stanford. Christian McCaffrey is still running and scoring touchdowns on Iowa right now. So it's kind of a weird deal because you have some expectations, but you also have to temper those expectations. But I think going into the year, everyone looked at C.J. Beathard and said, okay, you're, you're turning your quarterback. You're returning most of your, your running game. 
you got a couple offensive line guys leaving, but you're putting you're plugging some guys in there, like guys like James Daniels, who I think is going to be an absolute stud, um, is going to play at the next level. So there's some good things there. You lost Tavon Smith, you lost some other receivers, but you bring back George Kittle, who was probably your best weapon on offense in the passing game. You bring back Matt Vandenberg, who through the first few games was terrific until he broke his foot last week. Riley McCarron has stepped up in his place. Riley McCarron had a tough fumble in this football game, but Riley McCarron can step in there as well, as well as some of these younger guys, Germanique Smith, Jay Shield. Some of these guys can be really, really, really good. Noah Fant, they can be really, really good wide receivers for the Hawkeyes. And then you look at the defense. You lose your ends, but losing Gerard is, is a big deal, obviously, um, even though he was injured quite a bit at the end of the year. Louis Chickabasat, you lose him as well. That's tough to swallow. But you're bringing back the Jim Thorpe Award winner in Desmond King. You've got a linebacking core of guys that have played a lot. Uh, very high expectations for, J- for Josie Jewell. I think going in, there's very high ex- expectations for guys like Bo Bauer, Ben Neiman as well. Your interior guys, Jalil Johnson, they're talking about him being one of these guys that can be amazing. So I understand the expectations, but going into the year, it's Iowa. And they've, they struggled a couple times. And now they're four and two, and I'm sitting here looking at social media and watching people go back and forth over this, and I don't know where they're supposed to be, and I don't know where you guys want them to be at this point. So four and two, two and one in the Big Ten. It is what it is. They have Purdue next week. They should beat Purdue. Then they're five and two, and they're three and one in the Big Ten. They're poised to strike. Do they pass, pass the eyeball test yet? The defense certainly looked like they did against Minnesota, but the offense struggled. Outside of a couple big plays in the second half, the offense really had some struggles in this football game, as they have over the past few weeks. I mean, I, and, and I hate bringing this up. No, I don't hate that. I don't hate bringing this up because it needs to be brought up over and over again. C.J. Beathard's name was being thrown around with the Heisman Trophy Award last year. People are talking about Beathard winning the Heisman Trophy. People are talking about this offense being one of the most elite offenses in the Big Ten. And so far through six games, we haven't seen that. We haven't seen their ability to make plays when they absolutely need to make plays um, to win football games. Now, granted, they've played a couple good teams. I think Northwestern's a lot better than their record shows. I think that Northwestern is a lot better, going to be a lot better as they continue to grow, as they continue to build as a team, and as a program. I think Pat Fitzgerald loves beating Iowa, and you can't ever rule that out. And then you look at North Dakota State. North Dakota State's a great team. That's an FCS team that'd be ranked in the top 25, in my opinion, if they were if they were playing in the FBS. So the expectations are, are wonky with Iowa, and that's the way it always is going to be. But they're now four and two. They're now three and one. They're now looking to be three and one in the Big Ten. I, I don't want to chalk that up as a win automatically next week to Purdue, but it's Purdue. So I will at this point in time, and the expectations are all changing. I think it's important to look at that. So going that segueing into some of these audio clips from some of the players after the game, C.J. Beathard was asked point blank, what does this win mean for Iowa this season? Here's Beathard. Uh, it's big. Uh, finally getting you know, one on, on one of these close games is, is big for us. Right now we're 0-2 in, in close games. and Well, not that 1-2, 1-2 really, but uh, we needed this one. needed to, to get you know, back on the, 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 winning, the winning streak and, and, and realize what it you know, feels like to, to win and enjoy these. And, Junior tailback Acker Wadley was asked the exact same question. Here's Wadley's, here's Wadley's response. It feels it feels really good. Um, feels really good to come out with the victory. Um, feels good to celebrate after after the victory in the locker room with your teammates, and um, we're definitely going to enjoy this one. Now, after the game, Greg Maven was asked about 
what he saw on the defense and if maybe this week leading up to this game showed evidence of a possible rebound on defense. Here's Maven. Yeah, you know, like I said before, it starts with our, with our practice that we had. You know, uh, we had great intensity. You know, we didn't have too many mental mistakes. We did. We had all guys rallying to the ball, so it made up for those mistakes. And, you know, I feel like that showed up. Now, overall, all-encompassing, here's Kirk Ferentz talking about how Iowa's trying to rebound, how Iowa's trying to reload as they continue through the Big Ten conference schedule. Oh, I, think, I think, you know, the big thing every week we're trying to improve. That's, that's uh, our sole goal. And, you know, it's a daily process, and uh, that doesn't always show up. That always show up the week of. But, uh, you know, I think it's, it's been our guys have had a good attitude. They've had a good work ethic. And, yeah, it's a lot more fun when you're when you're winning. We all know that, and uh, you learn that at an early age. But uh, sometimes it takes a while. And yes, it's one game, but just really proud of the, the way I think we I think we took a, a positive step today. And then finally, one of the things that we're gonna always talk about when a team loses, then a team wins, and a team loses, and a team wins is. Can they take the next step? Can they get over the hump? Josie Jewell was asked about this after the game. Here's Jewell chatting about trying to take that next step and get back to where they want to be. Yeah, I mean, we've just been, you know, it's, uh, increasing, uh, increasing how we've been playing lately. Um, you know, just trying to fi- uh, fix all of the our problems that we've had, you know, gap fits, communication. Uh, we're just trying to take the next step right now and be a better team. There you have it. The Hawkeyes bring Florida Rosedale and the Bacon back to Iowa City. 14-7, to victorious at TCF Bank Stadium over the Gophers. New segment that I've been doing on this show is going through season, season statistics and reading off kind of what how things are going for Iowa Hawkeye players as we go along here. Uh, rushing, so so far this season, LaShun Daniels still leading the way as far as attempts go. He has 439 yards, four touchdowns, 86 attempts. Wadley, 65 attempts, 416 yards net. That's 6.4 for an average, seven touchdowns for Wadley. Uh, Tokes of Kinderbody, he's got nine carries on the game. We haven't seen him in a little while, though. Uh, Matt Vandenberg, Derek Mitchell, Germanic Smith, Jay Shield, and obviously CJ Beathard all involved in the rushing game. Path- passing, Beathard played in all six games. Efficiency rating of 135.1. He's 91 of 151 with four picks, nine touchdowns, 1,087 yards. He clips the 1,000-yard marker in the Minnesota game. That's a 60.3 percentage for Beathard. Leading the way, receiving Riley McCarron. He has 20 catches for 215 yards, two touchdowns. Matt Vandenberg missing the rest of the year, but 19 catches, three touchdowns, 284 yards. George Kittle, the tight end, 15 catches, 249 yards, and two scores. Germanique Smith, he's got 12 catches for 175 yards and a touchdown. Akam Wadley's got 9 catches for 91 and a touchdown. Derek Mitchell has 6 catches. Jay Shield has 4 catches. LaShawn Daniels has 4 catches. Ronald Nash and Noah Fant both have 2 catches. Brady Ross has 1 catch. Defensive statistics for the Hawkeyes. Leading the way in total tackles is Josie Jewell with 54. Bo Bowers right behind him with 44. Brandon Snyder has 41. Ben Neiman has 40. Greg Maven has 31. Miles Taylor with 30. Jalil Johnson, 27. Desmond King, 25. Nathan Budget at 24. Matt Nelson and Anthony Nelson both have 21 tackles. Faith Akakity has 16. Parker Hesse has 15. Jack Hockaday, he has 6 as he stepped in earlier this season. Lots and lots of players with 2, 3, 4, 5 tackles. Uh, mostly secondary guys, guys that have seen the field uh, occasionally like Anthony Gare's in there, Josh Jackson's in there, uh, Manny Ragumba's in there. Leading the way in interceptions for the Iowa Hawkeyes is Brandon Snyder. He's got two interceptions on the year. Ben Neiman has one pick. He returned that one for three yards. Manny Ragumba has a pick as well. Pass breakups. Josie Jewell has three. Bo Bauer has three. Ben Neiman has two. Greg Maben has three. Desmond King leading the way with five. Nathan Budgeta has two. And then Matt Nelson, Anthony Nelson, Faith the Cackety, Parker Hesse, Jack Hockaday, 
Oamudia and Ward all have one pass breakup. Fumbles, force fumbles, one force fumble by Bo Bauer. Brandon Snyder has two force fumbles and two fumble recoveries. Brandon Snyder's been very, very good at bringing the ball back to the Iowa offense with two interceptions and two fumbles on the season. Greg Maben has a force fumble. So does Parker Hesse. Jack Hockaday's got a force fumble, and so does Anthony Nelson on the season. Hawkeyes four and two, three and one. Oh, I can't need to keep quit saying that. Iowa two and one in the Big Ten. Uh, they have Purdue next week at Purdue and West Lafayette. The Hawkeyes should get a victory in that football game, I would think. Where are things at now, expectations-wise? What can this team do? Where is this team going to be postseason? Are they still a legitimate contender in the Big Ten West? I say yes. What say you? Follow along with us on Twitter. Interact with us during the week as well as during the games at Hawkeyes Mike. Follow along with me on Twitter at Tyler Chumlin. This has been Quick Hits on Hawkeyes Mike. Credit to ESPN2 for clips used in this program. Thank you so much for listening. Check out all the other content we have, web content throughout the week, the Reporter's Notebook uh, with Scott, Steve, John, everybody throughout the week. We have a lot of fun interacting back and forth with everybody through the website as well as through Twitter. This has been Quick Hits. Thank you for listening. This is Hawkeyes Mike. And broadcast school has really paid off. Are you looking for a new, rewarding career with great benefits? TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal in Ely, Iowa, just south of Cedar Rapids, provides great career opportunities with wages starting at $20 an hour, including benefits. Give TNK a call today at 319-848-4191 or toll-free at 1-800-383-7663 to begin your roofing career today. $20 per hour starting wage, including benefits. You can't beat that. Give TNK a call at 319-848-4191 or toll-free 1-800-383-7663. 383-7663. You can also visit their brand new website at tkroofing.com. TNK Roofing, a proud union company and member of Built by Pros in Eastern Iowa. This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC.